So, Austin, did that recent hail storm cause some damage to your vehicle? Luxury Auto Works now brings you Austin's Luxury Auto Body for all of your collision and hail repair needs. We take all major insurance and provide same-day appointments and guarantee our work. Luxury Auto Works is your European dealership alternative for service and repair needs. BMW, Mercedes, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Audi. To book your appointment today for collision, hail, service, and repair needs. That's Luxury Auto Works. All right, hour two kicking off NFL talk. Nick, Noah, Sawyer. We're going to talk all of our Super Bowl stuffs here in this hour. Get it out, get all of that out of our system. I'm excited for this game. I'm starting to get excited, guys. Oh, my goodness. Here. Um, however, real Football. quick, 834-1027, the phone number to call or text into the show. Feel free to add your predictions, Those everything. Those are the digits. Those are the numbers. I'll uh, see here. Northside Day's official score prediction, yeah, 27-20 San Francisco, he San says. Francisco, Ooh. watch out, Disco. Yes. Let's go. And then he also has, uh, his whole other thing was like the last time that a rookie NFL head coach and quarterback won a playoff game was for the, you say the Bears back in the 20s or something? I don't know. He sent me a link to Edward Sternemann's Wikipedia page. Edward Dutch Sternemann, uh, who played, I get if, if, if I'm doing this correctly, uh, he would have been a rookie in 1920 for the Decatur Staley's. Which became the Chicago Staley's, which nice. became the Chicago Bears. Awesome. So they were playing for Decatur. I don't know if that's, uh, but it would be him and George House. And yeah, just um, he has that look. It's got those old school where they play with like the sweaters instead of jerseys. He's got like the old timey pants with the hip pads that come all the way up to your armpit, yeah. leather helmets. Looks like my man Dutch played his entire career in black Dutch. and white. That's how old that that's, was. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's how you know that you were, you were playing back in the day. Hand in the dirt. Uh, anyway. That was a fun deep dive there, Dave. Uh, okay, here. We're going to, like I said, lots of Super Bowl talk, but it is the high noon here. High noon-ish. And that means around here, these parts, we got to do horns at high noon. Yes, we do. Long horns at high noon. Hook em. Hook em, hook em. That's right. Uh, not a lot to touch on today in the horns world. We covered a lot of the recruiting stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian's presser um, touched on that a little bit. So check us out from yesterday's uh, oh, yeah, pod. Correct. Yeah, podcast, yeah, we had yeah, some good stuff there. Really talking good show about yesterday. It, it was. We, we were cooking on a Thursday. Download it wherever podcasts are sold. Give us likes, reviews, That's right. all that stuff. If not, I think you might not, you might not like us. Uh, and yeah, so just want to shout out the women's uh, basketball team. The, they took down Kansas State, who was ranked eighth. Texas is ranked seventh in the nation. They're playing a really good ball right now. They are 21-3. As I mentioned, they're seventh in the country, Mm -hmm. and it looks like they're going to take on TCU tomorrow up in Fort Worth. So just a little bit of a touch-up there. As I mentioned yesterday also, we talked a little bit of... Oh, my! Oh, I just accidentally just smoked my volume, and I just heard myself for like... That's all right. Fight through. Fight through. 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 Wow, that was was scary. Uh, Yeah, Longhorns taking on West Virginia at the Moody Center tomorrow That, and then the baseball team starts on Friday. A week from today, we have the first pitch thrown. Sawyer Stahl will be in attendance with a dog, with a brew, I'm sure, too. For a second, I thought you said Sawyer was going to throw out the first pitch. pitch. He should. One day. He should. One day, they ought to let me. That's right, one day. Um, And so, yeah, I just want to touch on that briefly. Obviously, as you mentioned, Nick, right there, men's are playing West Va, and then next Saturday, Saturday, they have a little week break. They are going down to Houston to take on the Big 12's first, big uh, yeah, ranked first in the standings. Well, Cougars. Here, I do have some Longhorns updates yes. for you because the Hall of Fame class is out. It is. I'm struggling with my L's there. Uh, and congratulations to Steve Mongo McMichael. That's right. Former Longhorn great. 
1985 Bears defense. And uh, yeah, I had to look it up. He was Mongo, obviously named Big 99. Uh, the the Blazing Saddles, George Karras, his Mongo character, knocks out a horse with one yeah. punch. That's why they called him that. And uh, yeah, if you're on the 85 Bears, I feel like you deserve the name Mongo. So congratulations to Steve Mongo McMichael, former uh, Longhorn great there. And uh, that gives us an easy transition into talking Hall of Fames because that's kind of like easy peasy. <laughs> not so much Longhorn discussions today. Uh, feel free if you if you remember uh, Mongo McMichael. Feel free to chime in 834-1027, talk about that. Uh, but, yeah, I'm glad. Anytime that a Longhorn does something good, that's good for us. Uh, but the rest of this class, the guys that are going this one. year, it is fantastic. It's a very defensive-heavy class. Yeah, but, like, I'm looking like, like it's Dwight, uh, Dwight Freeney, Devin Hester, Andre Johnson, your Houston Texans, sorry, congratulations, uh, Julius Peppers and Patrick Willis. Mm-hmm. Are the the current, not the senior committee guys that are getting yes. there? And like, I can't remember. There was the last time. Like, that's. I mean, Dwight Franey was one of the best yes. all time pass rushers. Same with Julius Peppers, one of the the mm-hmm. most a- the athletic dudes there. Patrick Wills, I mean, pretty much reinvented the middle linebacker position. Yeah. I felt like. I, I mean, mean, the guys that we guys, see now are modeled after Willis. Even for the hall, the Hall of Fame, these are all time greats in this class. That uh-huh. is a hell of. And then Andre Johnson, who I feel like is gonna doesn't get enough love, yeah, because he played for the Texans back. But that's in the, the thing. And it is was quiet. It's like Larry Fitzgerald the ult- the Cardinals. The ultimate speak softly and carry a big stick guy. Yes. Um, I was watching highlights last night of his career. It was entitled "The Silent Assassin." It's so true. A guy that just like was not this current era of wide receiver that's braggadocious. Yep. Uh, he was very much in the avenue of a Larry Fitzgerald, who will get in. Larry's just retired after um, Andre did. And uh, Reggie Wayne will get in, but Reggie Wayne played with a better quarterback his entire career because there were say, notable like, snubs. Who, who were the quarterbacks for Andre Johnson? Andre I mean, Johnson had David Carr. David Carr Matt, uh, Schaub. Matt Schaub was his best quarterback. Sage Rosenfels, like, okay. TJ Yates. TJ Yates. Just uh, there's probably I assume Case Keenum. Case at some Keenum point was a Patrick, quarterback too. But like when your best quarterback is Matt Schaub. Mm. That, like enough yeah. said. Like that. That's the incredible part. Is like how he had that. Just he was automatic. I mean, and, and uh, DeAndre Hopkins never threw kind a of fuss. The same, same deal. But like Andre Johnson was just so good with nothing. And, he and was in all the Texans. Incredible Houstonian. I mean, the charity programs he'd do at Christmas with his uh, Toys for Tots, Blue Santa, and all that. There's always infamous, like not infamous, famous pictures of Andre Johnson at Toys R Us, and he never smiled. The man never showed an emotion, even when he was happy. <laughs> Just holding CVS-style receipts of $19,000 yeah. Toys R Us orders for kids, like in Child Protective Services, uh, you know, uh, different orphanages around the town, uh, people that don't have Christmas. Just, a gr- I mean, when you go to Wikipedia and that's the first thing that pops up on a player's personal life, you can't hate it. I was watching the highlight and like getting teary eyed thinking about my childhood watching the Texans and those teams growing up, like. That was our first superstar. That's our first player to ever get in yeah. the Hall of Fame. The first thing in the highlight is a circle of players getting riled up, and in the middle of it is D'Amico Ryan's firing up Ooh. the team and thinking about how that's come full circle. It's just like it's so special right now to like have this Texans team and like it, I, I seeing the it was a great day to be a Houstonian yesterday. I, um, I, I imagine it felt really good. You get a Hall of Fame receiver. I mean, he's got to be like is is he? He's eleventh all time. Or? Yeah. I would say historically, I'd put Andre Johnson uh, on my Mount Rushmore Texans. Johnson, uh, 
Watt, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, Forgot about J.J. Watt. I'd have to go. Steve Slayton was the first cool running back we had. Steve Slayton How do you feel about Aaron, shares Aaron with Aaron Foster. Foster. I mean, Aaron Foster was awesome. It just sucked that we didn't get enough uh, years out of him. Oh, I yeah. feel like we were robbed of uh, what could have been really good. I mean, the guy played a lot of time in Miami, people forget. Uh, that's where he finished his career. And then uh, also the guy that uncovered the fact that the NFL is rigged. Mm-hmm. So. And then of course D'Amico shoring up that linebacker core. Yeah, uh, we're, we're very lucky uh, in the group chat yesterday. He said, "But wait, isn't Tony Baselli technically the first uh, Texan yeah. to get in the Hall of Fame?" Tony Baselli never. He's, he's he's he's. I saw the picture of him holding up that Texans jersey. He's yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Claim it. Never played a snap though. Oh, so. meaningless drivel. I mean, you which hold, is you, also you hold up the wild. Jersey. I was looking at Tony Tony Baselli played in 90 NFL games. Yeah. And he's in the Hall of Fame, which is pretty wild because Jason Kelsey currently is at 191 games. You know, I, I've always held that against Tony Baselli. And that that was back in the days where I didn't know really anything about sports. So I was uh-huh. like, who's this guy? He made Mark so you, Burnell you, look good, take, though. You're going to take a Jaguars guy first? I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say Tony Baselli does not deserve uh-huh. to be in the Hall of Fame for his Jaguars career. I think he was a very good. Um, uh, offensive lineman, and I, I don't. If you have a a shortened career, I don't think that that necessarily should keep you out yeah. of the Hall of Fame. Uh, it, 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 you know, obviously special circumstances, but but like the fact that the Texans drafted him with their first pick in the expansion draft, and then and he, he was never he played. Never that played. Like, just such a bad omen. Like yeah, like just your first pick as a franchise, swing and a miss. Yeah, not I, your fault. Um, and also. If he had been able to play, perhaps uh, David Carr doesn't have the career he career has because has, yeah. this whole thing was just you know you couldn't protect him. So I don't. I want to know what that injury was. He was on IR for the entire season and then just retired after. Yeah, pretty sure. Uh, notable snubs from this year: uh, tight end Antonio Gates. These are all guys that'll definitely get in at some yeah. point. Antonio Gates. Uh, defensive end Jared Allen. Uh, I just think that's one of those things where Dwight Freeney and Julius Peppers were better yeah. defenders. Uh, running back Fred Taylor. Uh, you would think Fred Taylor doesn't really come to mind, but when you look at all the Hall of Fame running backs, everyone around his yard count is you know, in the, the Hall the, the of Fame. The problem with Fred Taylor is that he's got a boring name. Yeah, and then that Maurice Jones Drew came in right name. after yeah, and was just, but just as good. Like, like Fred? Two time Super Bowl. F- How many Freds? Rodney are in the Harrison. Hall of uh, wide receiver Tolery Holt. He'll make it. And then Reggie Wayne, of course. Um, I was thinking also looking at this uh, Texans run, how lucky of a franchise we are to have Andre Johnson from 2003 until 2016. And in 2013, we draft DeAndre Hopkins and we keep him until 2018, 2019. We only had two years so far without a real stud wide receiver. And uh, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to call it right now. I'm going to call my shot right now. Uh, Nico Collins is Andre Johnson light. Mm. Nico Collins is going to be the next absolute stud playing for the Texans. Thousand-yard receiver, perennial. Yeah. I think that's a dude. All I ask is the bronze bust be uh, for Andre Johnson, him just smoking Cortland Finnegan. Yes. That would be that's what they awesome. Should, that's what they that should, should be, be awesome. the, uh, the statue outside of Reliant is <laughs> yeah, just, just him swinging. <laughs> Did he steal his chain? No, that was they were just they hated each other. Everybody hated <laughs> Corlin Finnegan. Yeah. Finnegan pushes Johnson's helmet off. So Andre just being so much bigger, ragdolls Andre him to the, the ground, giant. gets the helmet off, and just starts swinging. It's the last real fight in football. Yes. Yeah. All sure. these other dudes just punch helmets. I like a Johnson sta- landed. A statue of him just holding Corlin Finnegan's yes. helmet. That'd be good. That'd be good. All right. Uh, you know what? Shame on me. I forgot. It's Friday, and that means we're going to check in with our guy, Dennis DeLapina from Fox 7 oh, yeah. Sports next. Nice. Nice. Sauce on the Super Bowl. Uh, so we have to push back our props, parlays, picks, and other uh, things, predictions. Uh, but, yeah, we'll talk to Dennis Lapina next. Unless he forgot as well and doesn't call him. But we'll hopefully we'll, – no, nah, not my guy Dennis. He would never do that to us. We'll talk to him next. Stick around for you guys in sports. 
All right, we are back. Three guys on sports. Nick, Noah, Sawyer, and you. No time for goofing off here. I want to get right to it because we've got our guy Dennis De La Pena from Fox 7 Sports is on the phone with us as he does every Friday. Dennis. Dennis. What's going on, guys? I'm hey, hey. about goofing off. Come on. Come on. <laughs> oh, don't, don't worry. I, I've got some goofball questions for you. I, I know you enjoy them. <laughs> Um, I'm Taylor Swift laden uh, sports talk yes. segment here. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get to that here because we still have not gotten to our props, predictions, uh, picks, and the four uh, parlays. The four we're going to yeah. get to later on. Uh, but I want to start things off here. Uh, first of all, if you have any thoughts about NFL awards or Hall of Fames, feel free. Uh, we were just talking about Andre Johnson. Sawyer's a big Texans fan, how, how big he was. Should Tony Baselli count as a Texans Hall of Famer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're just you're just turning the the knife into Sawyer's uh, belly there with that one, right? <laughs> I don't know like, if he oh, remembers those days, man. You know, him, I, oh, he's a young well, man. If you blinked, uh, the Baselli era was over, if I remember right. With yes. the Texans, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, and, I, I just and, I, and saw the, the, I saw that I saw Andre Johnson was the first Texans Hall. I was like, no, it wasn't Tony Baselli. Tony Baselli. Right. Right. No, man, Baselli. And I'm such a trench guy, so it was like, oh, that's so good. They, mm-hmm. You know, they're going to start their franchise with Baselli, and then, you know, things happen. But um, um, as far as – and Andre Johnson. Oh, man. It, beast. I, I was a finally guy with him because he was just a beast. Um, so I was really happy to see that. Was happy to see Mondo, Steve McMichael. Yes, sir. I mean, yeah. yep. You know, you think about, I mean, Texas – such a proud Longhorn football tradition. He's only the fifth Pro Football Hall of Famer, you know. So yeah. um, wow, that's, yeah. that's it's kind of surprising when you think about everybody that's gone through uh, through the Forty Acres that he's only the fifth. But man, he, he's he's you know been battling ALS. I, I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. saw the image of his uh, family and teammates. Of course, his wife was was at the awards, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it's a pretty cool moment, sad moment because you just see what what he's uh, shrunken to, but, uh, but man, he still fights, man. So yeah. that was cool to see. Well, look, any, anytime, uh, if anybody can, can beat uh, diseases and things, it's a guy who's nicknamed after a guy who knocked out a horse. So <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. No uh, doubt. Dennis, I don't want to dive into this, this can of worms, unless you really want to here, but just, we, we had this argument now or one where, uh, both Noah and Sawyer, are like, of course, Joe Flacco is the comeback player of the year. And I'm like, Jamar Hamlin yes, no. died. I know. I saw that. I saw that hitting the, uh, uh, I guess, Twitter X or whatever. Where, last where, where night. are you yeah. at on comeback player of the year? Yeah, I could go both ways, unfortunately. I mean, mm. I'm because I'm with you. Is like, man, is there anything bigger than coming back? Sure. From what, no, no, it's yeah. like, like, no, it's like, well, what did he do when he got back on the field? I was like, but, it doesn't matter. Two right, tackles right, right. on the year, Dennis. Both lost in those games. Yeah, right. So that, yeah, because I don't want to be a flip flopper, <laughs> but what, I could totally buy into that. And I, I even get, like during all that, I remember giving to his fund. It was just like that story was yeah. so, you know, and right. he does stuff for kids. It's like, man, what a story. And uh, but yeah, it, I've never seen what Flacco did though. Exactly. And, uh, it was, Crazy! That was in that he kind of had like an extended. You remember when Baker Mayfield came in with the Rams like midweek and yeah, and, right. and actually balled out. But he did that like he sustained it and actually took him to the playoffs. It was like wow. So um, yeah, yeah, I've never seen I, a guy come in off the couch and throw two interceptions a game. It's weird. no doubt, no doubt. You know what was it? Uh, was it Harvey Martin and Randy White were co Super Bowl MVPs that one year a long time ago? I'm gonna take. Why they should have made it a yeah. co? Yeah, both both of them should have won, right? All right. 
Uh, here, uh, last question on the NFL awards: uh, Is Lamar Jackson enjoying this MVP? Does he look back on this trophy with pride, or is, he, is it just sour grapes and spilled milk and all that? Like he. Uh, when I was watching his, his speech and when he just gave the Looney Tunes, that's all, folks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That kind of told me is like, yeah, I think his heart was uh, actually playing in Vegas, not accepting an award, you know, right. a regular season award in Vegas. Uh, that was too bad, you know. Because yeah. like we said, he, he really uh, had quite a year. But, man, it's all about how you finish. And that, those awards are voted on before the real stuff even starts. So it, it, yeah. It's crazy that Lamar Jackson can win his second MVP, yet Bill Polian is like, I told you about the receiver thing. Uh, yeah. Told right. Think how many MVPs he'd have if he was a receiver. Yeah, he oh. would be really good. He <laughs> would be really good. He would be really good this year. Um, Don't give him the Vince Young treatment. Come on now. All right, Dennis. Uh, speaking of Vegas, let's talk about the teams in Las Vegas. Uh, with your, I, I have already declared that after seeing what the Chiefs did in this playoff series, going into the Buffalo, the Bills, all the Bills were something. We got him right where he wanted them. Loss. He went to Baltimore. It was the best team all season. Their strength was the Chiefs' weakness, running the ball. And they with screen passes, they spooked the Ravens into abandoning their their identity and lost. They scared them with screen passes. So I am not picking against Patrick Mahomes. I'm I'm, I'm never taking the field. Whoever it is, I'm taking the Chiefs. That's fair. But them 49ers, man, like pretty like, good. Uh, where are you on this? Do the 49ers deserve to be the favorites of the Super Bowl? Yeah. I, you know what? And and like like you guys. I, I continue, you, you just keep diving in a little deeper. You hear so many stats and factoids, mm-hmm. and, and I can't, I can make such a better case for the Chiefs winning than I can the Niners. Right. But, you, you know, and, 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 you know, and I've even had people ask me, so why are the Niners favored? Why are the Niners favored? So, yeah, pure talent of right. roster. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only other thing I can really think of is, their strength, you know, running the ball, and they, you got to figure that they're going to lean on that because that the Chiefs' defense has been incredible, but that would be the weaker. That would that's their weaker link. Is I mean, but the they're, they're specifically bad about the zone blocking running scheme that the isn't it weird? Yeah, like, that's, that's their literally their Achilles heel. Right, right, yeah, it's it's crazy. What I, I saw some of those splits on. It's like okay, well. Better play man, or you know, there's a lot of different things like that. Even against uh, Mahomes, like what, how he shreds, you know, one or the other. But uh, but the, the other thing with Mahomes, that's another stat that I can't get over. If you had a gun to your head and you're trying to pick a winner, huh. is the guy has not had a turnover in six straight playoff games. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and it's like, do you know how big of an advantage that is when you're going up again? And no offense to Brock Purdy, but I mean, again, he. <sighs> I know the Mr. Irrelevant thing is getting just overdone and overcooked and all that. Let's forget about where he was drafted, but he's still a young quarterback right. that hasn't been there, done that. Right. He was hurt this time last year. It's like, man, that is such an advantage for if it's going to be a close game. You ride with the guy who's who's really, I think stat-wise, he's got like a 40-touchdown to six-pick ratio or something mm-hmm. in the playoffs. I mean, he's like the best ever playoff quarterback stats-wise, because he hadn't had the body work that Tom Brady had. But, I mean, he just gets it done. So it's hard to pick against that. If there is a way the Niners are going to pull this off, what what is it going to be? Is it McCaffrey running the rock? How are they going to yeah. pull this off, Dennis? That, that's how I would envision it, right? You, you, you run, not only because that's your strength to their 
if you want to call it a weakness, that's there. That's where you attack them. You also have the horses uh, between McCaffrey, Mixon, Debo, and you right. know, with one of these jet sweeps or whatever. And you have the horses in front of them. I love the way they block. Yes. Um, you know, Kittle, he would be the happiest guy in the world with zero catches, zero yards. Three pancakes. Yeah, Yeah, just freeing those guys up. Yeah, he pancaked um, Hutchinson in that NFC Championship. He was just laughing all over him. Yeah, I mean, he's incredible. He is. He's he's a beast. And so, um, um, yeah, so that's that's it. I mean, it's pretty simple, right? You you play keep away by by running the ball. You not only use your strength to their weakness, but you're also playing keep away, keeping it out of Mahomes' hands. So... (laughs) You know, that's it. One thing I saw, and I think they need to do watching, obviously, uh, being a Lions fan, you know, I was very honed in on that NFC Championship. And in that second half, when he started using his legs, he's pretty fast, referring to Brock Purdy. I think that'll be a very key component. If he can just break out with something Lamar Jackson should have done in the AFC Championship, I think (laughs) that'll be maybe a key as well as long. And, of course, you know, use your your weapons with Debo and, of course, McCaffrey being the best running back in the world. So, yeah, Yeah. there's a way, but, yeah, how can you pick against... Mahomes in this in this situation is going to be really it's hard. It's hard, right? Yeah, when you're using logic and history and blueprint and eye test and all of it. Now that said, how cool of a story would it be if Purdy just sheds this, right. you know, young Mister Relevant game manager tag and actually balls out and, and and gets a win? That would be huge. Because really, I started thinking about it. It's like who who? It's only Kurt Warner. He's the only undrafted quarterback to yes. win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's it. That's it. And like, even when you say, I don't remember where Trent Doper was picked. He's always been kind of the blueprint of, oh, he was the game manager mm-hmm. that, you know, that won with that Ravens defense. But, but even he was picked, I'm sure, high in the draft. No, you just don't usually have a guy picked in the very last pick of the draft leading a team to the Super Bowl. It just doesn't happen. So, Purdy could win the Super Bowl MVP, and there will still be people in the media that don't believe in yep. him. Right. That's true. And they're yeah. saying that it's the team around him and the scheme. Is the, yeah. I feel so bad for the guy because it feels like a lose-lose Super Bowl for him, like on paper. I, I thought Shanahan... I, I don't know if you saw it. It was on that Super Bowl opening night, you know, and he was asked point blank about the game manager tag. I thought he had the perfect answer. It's like, yeah, I mean, he actually is, but you need to be a game manager and, and a system guy to make an NFL team operate right, you know? And, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and then on top of that, then the bonus is you break a play every once in a while. That's exactly what Purdy's doing, and if he can do that, Against this competition, because that's the, that's the other rub. You know, the when the competition gets a little tougher. I mean, he, this is this is when it w- he will be put on the burner, and we'll see we'll see what happens. Uh, Trent Dilfer was the sixth overall pick in the 1994 right. NFL Draft by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Thank you. Uh, second quarterback after Heath Schuler and ahead of Perry Klein. Wow. So yeah, right up yeah. there with all those greats. <laughs> yeah, no man, I'm, it's, it's just that right. Yeah, <laughs> How about that. But no, no, no yeah, yeah. point like, well taken. Yeah, no, uh, I mean it's just hard to do. We'll see. Dennis, I want to get you out here on this one because uh, you're like us. You're a sports professional, so watching the Super Bowl is more of a job. It's work for you. But uh, how do you, how are you on like the Super Bowl parties? Do you are you one of those people that's like everybody has to shut up, or do you like having all the festivities? What are you doing for the Super Bowl this weekend? Yeah, it's it's weird. The older I get, the more old man. I I want le- less is more for me. I love. Our Super Bowl thing for the last 10 years has been I have my, my dad, my stepmom over, our kids, 
they, you know, but my boy's really into football now, and so it's it's cool to watch with him. That's my crowd because it it actually allows me to watch the game, be a little social, mm-hmm. have some good food. But yeah, I I've never can't say never when I was younger. Yeah, where's the party, right? But <laughs> but with games that I actually care about. Get me away from a sports bar. Get me away from a loud, big crowd because I, I really do enjoy watching the game, yeah. you know, yeah. as opposed to, you know, you know most, most Super Bowl parties, the games, you know, it's it's a, not a distraction, but it's just there. Yeah. And you're, and you're going nuts with, with other stuff. So, yeah, that's kind of my, my two cents on that. Do you have a, uh, if you are going to have a Super Bowl party, what's the one dish, the food that you have to have? Beer. Okay. Ah, there it is, Dennis. <laughs> that was That's my guy. My for, for my wedding reception, it, I was like, I don't care about the finger foods and all that. We just need lots of beer. A lot of yeah. love it. Right call. Nice. That's a yeah. great call. Uh, <laughs> all right, and then finally, Dennis, uh, if you are looking for a quiet spot to watch the game, I know a guy in Mainer who's watching it with no water and a sad by himself. So you can, I'll put you in touch with him. <laughs> uh, moving on. <clears throat> uh, do you have an official <laughs> prediction? And we'll let you go on that. Yeah, I, I I like the Chiefs in a oh, maybe like a twenty seven twenty kind of deal. 20. There it okay. is. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Somewhere, somewhere in there. I, you know, I think uh, as much as I like both offenses, I, I respect both defenses enough. You know, to muddle it up. And yeah. I just I can't see Purdy not making a if not two mistakes that'll just you know cost them a possession and. Yeah, so uh, let's go 27-20. Right. And then if we have the Chiefs victory, do we get the Taylor Swift proposal? Man, I hope so. Wouldn't that be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, I, I don't even know what I'm rooting for. I always root for love, but, but yeah. I, there's something that I couldn't wait. Because in her MO, like like half her songs are about, you know, just destroying whoever she that broke up with her, right? Don't, right. don't break no. up with her. That's the rule. Put a ring yeah. on it. Keep it forever. She never has to write that song. And the song, so, Antonio Gates was a far better tight end than you'll ever be <laughs> off the new album. <laughs> That's perfect title. Love it. Yeah. So I'm a little, a little sneaky curious to see that one. <laughs> All right, Dennis. Thank you so Thanks, much Dennis. again. We'll talk to you uh, next you. week. Always fun, guys. See you. See ya. All right, we'll be back with our predictions, our picks, our parlays. Our props, our parlays. Props, all of that when we return. Three guys on sports. Three guys on sports. Nick, Noah, Sawyer, and you. 834-1027. That is the phone number to call or text into the show. And uh, you know what? I think this might count as our first negative text in that we've come in here. Ooh. Unnamed texter. He says, hey, love you guys. Could you please stop interrupting and talking over each other and the callers? Please, please, please. And I got to say, Noah, Sawyer, you guys need to work on that. Oh, yeah. Okay? You guys really need us. to yeah, That's us, man. We got to look ourselves in the mirror. Yeah, we're Can you like- stop talking so I can apologize? <laughs> Uh, look, that that's, I just, I have, it's been my thing my, my whole life is everybody tries to interrupt me. Now, sometimes I ramble, and so I, I appreciate the interruptions there, but uh, no, we're, we're working on it, man. We've only been doing this for a month, all right? We're getting better. Yeah, full-time Hopefully. month, right? Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, I'd yeah. say so. Actually, now that it's February, maybe six weeks, I don't know. Uh, it's one less week than I've been on soda, so that's how you got to keep track of it. But uh, we, we will work on it. Thank you so much for your criticism, and uh, yeah, but let's right now. Try not to talk over each other as we are excited about our picks, predictions, props, and parlays. Um, now, 
I again, I had a whole list of fun things, but uh, I left them at home, and I've had to try to to bring some there. Uh, obviously, we'll save our picks for the end of the show here. Okay. Uh, mm. Do you guys have any predictions? Because my biggest thing is that when I'm look when I was looking at this, I'm like, okay, I think the Chiefs are going to win. But when I try to pin down a score, I'm like, the Chiefs can't score that many points. I don't see the 49ers not scoring that many points. It's incredible how like you can see both sides of everything here, but. I do think it's going to be a rushing game. So I would say um, an interesting prop that I saw, and this is kind of one of those wacky ones where you have to go off off uh, the weird sports books, but uh, Christian McCaffrey rushing yards versus the highest scoring college basketball team on Saturday. I kind of like that one. Yeah, if I'm gonna throw five bucks on ninety, uh, like n- at least ninety yards. Though, yeah, I but I mean, he, he could he could get half of that if on you one could run. Get, if you could get. I'd be a lot more comfortable with the Christian McCaffrey rushing and receiving versus that. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, look, we're looking at some uh, mm-hmm. positive yeah. expectation of value. You're throwing five to win, you know, five hundred or whatever the yeah. odds would be. Um, one yeah. I one I really like is, and I brought it up with Dennis in our last segment. I think to have success for the Niners, I think Brock Purdy will use his legs again. Boom! Come on, give me some go. skin. There I got go. that All one right. too. Well, All three in agreement. Yeah, twelve and a half is what it's set at. I think he will. Uh, have. I took the attempts. Oh, attempts. Okay, fair enough. That's fine too. What is it at? One and a half. It's over three and a half oh, rush wow. attempts. Okay. That's at fine plus one twenty. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I, I would I would say just both quarterback rushing yards take the over. Yeah, Mahomes, Mahomes is at twenty five. I like I like the book. attempts though too. I haven't seen what the Mahomes attempts is because guess what? One of these teams is going to be up, and they got the ball last. There's two attempts right there on the kneel downs. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that is true. You're right. Okay, well, smart, I think that, that smart play. That's smart yeah. play. Right Thank there. you. Again, if I had my research, I had all of this broken down with though that somebody else had done on the Mahomes yeah. rushing. But like, I, th- I think that he's it's twenty five and a half. Easily cleared here. that. Yeah, and he can do that. The, these playoffs, and the only time that he didn't was the Bills when he was kneeling. Okay. I think he had a couple of kneel downs, so he lost mm-hmm. there. Or maybe yeah. was, maybe that's his past Super Bowls. But like, Mahomes, he, he he's good for like a good solid double digit scramble in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. I, so I, I would put both of those down there. Yeah, he's quick. Um. Another one that I liked was Super Bowl MVP, just running back, plus 900. Oh, okay. I saw it in a couple places. Mm, interesting. So, like, throwing in Isaiah Pacheco and yeah. Christian McCaffrey. But, like, everybody keeps saying that for no matter what, it's going to be a running game. It's going to be the Dominate on the, here. on the ground. Yeah. Um, let's do Okay, here. Another one that I kind of lack, like, in the props department. Travis Kelsey touchdown pass. Yeah, uh, I don't know what he's had in his career. So I like—I I don't know where exactly it is for uh, a long shot. That's a neat pick. I like the fact that I think it's uh, for someone to throw a pass. So I think there will be a trick play kind of in the same field that, that you're talking an, about here. Two and a half for players. So I would yes. go the over. I think one team will have someone else throw the ball that's not a quarterback, whether that's Christian McCaffrey, Debo, whether, Debo whatever. So yeah. I like that play. Yeah. Yes. I uh, MVS MVS. No. My long shot bet is Chiefs first touchdown scorer. Uh, the three favorites are Pacheco, Rishi Rice, and Travis Kelsey. But you can take any other player at plus seven fifty. Yeah. So if it's just none the of Noah those Gray guys, decoy. yeah. That, and I think Noah Gray would be a great guy to pick for the first touchdown. Even uh, everyone's going to be eyes on Kelsey. You find Gray at the back of the end Show zone there. Oh me, Kadarius Tony. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> to, no Tony way. scored last year. He did. He scored no, last year. This no, is no. guy more activated. Mm-hmm. Scored last year too. Mm-hmm. Run the wrong route. I um, think it's so crazy. It might work. Yeah. I mean, look. If you're just putting a couple of bucks oh on some flyers, God. I don't mind doing the sky more. The 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 Kadarius Tony. Here's the one. Here's the big flyer. Is uh, 
I took Marquez Valdez Scantlings over on 19 and a half receiving yards because I think if he gets a catch, it will be over 20 yards. Yeah, I like that a lot. You're expecting him to go three straight games making a catch? Yeah, why not? Because the rest of his... Cornerbacks for the 49ers suck. They stink. Look, I don't care. He, he, we saw him wide open, and he drops the ball. Like that's, mm. that's not the covers that he has to be. I'm not worried about that. I think NBS um, has turned a corner. All right, Sawyer, I know you've, you've got a couple of surefire bets here. Do you mm. guys have any parlays that you uh, like? My book doesn't do it. Poor book, dude. Won't let me go same game parlay, so I didn't really try to cook any of those up. You got okay. anything, No. No, not really. Not really at this moment. I fully parlay. No, on the big game, Maybe. I like to spread it all out. I do too. I, I would probably go with. Uh, you can obviously, it's easy money. Most rushing yards, I'm going to go with McCaffrey. It is minus two thirty-five, and then push that with a touchdown for him. It's not great money, but I, I think those two things will happen. Here, I've got the I've got the Purdy parlay. Okay, that I think is perfect. Sure. I predict positive <laughs> results for anyway. Uh, attempts, completions, touchdowns, under. Mm. Now, I don't know exactly what the I, – I, off the top of my head, again, I had I don't have it written down here. It's a pretty uh, poop fact, if anything. Well, because I, I, do you think that Kyle Shanahan – like, everybody keeps saying the key to being the Chiefs is running the ball against them, and so I think he's going to pound the ball with Christian McCaffrey, Eli Mitchell, get some Debo Samuel in I there. I like the maybe under on Eli Mitchell's attempts. I mean, yeah, but I'm, I'm just simply saying, like, like, is he going to sit there – if he turns to Brock Purdy, this game is a blowout in the first half. Now, yeah. that could happen. But just if you're if you're taking if you're again if you're gonna try to uh, get a huge number and throw some a couple of shekels there, I like that. Now I thought about including the passing yards, but the Niners receiver is too much yak. Uh-huh. So you never know when Debo's just gonna take one to the house and screw your under on theirs. But but attempts, completions, and touchdowns for Brock Purdy. Okay, I think you could, that, that's that's a that's a parlay that I would take. Feel good about. Okay, I, like I do, I do, and because okay. it's just, again, like, and that's the reason reason why I'm like, why I'm on the Chiefs is like, am I gonna I would love the narrative that Brock Purdy goes out there and has the storybook Disney ending to this game, mm-hmm. where he's the reason the 49ers defeat the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But am I then? I'm like, am I taking Brock Purdy versus Patrick Mahomes? You had him on the under on touchdowns, too. You said yes. Okay, Clyde edwards alaire sits here. I think it was like one and a half, yeah. six and a half rushing yards. I feel like if he gets one run, he could just get that right away. See, I kind of like Clyde edwards alaire not just because I drafted him on my dynasty team, yeah. even though somebody, a buddy, was going to give me four first round picks. I was like, no, I want the pretty thing. Wow. Um, but the way that you can attack the Chiefs' defense is by running the ball to the edge. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Pacheco, you know, now I'm not going to bet against him. He could, they could probably figure it out. Right. Andy Reid smart, that coaching staff. But Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I kind of feel like going to the outside. Like, again, like, y'all need is one run. And right. get that. So I, I don't mind that at all. Okay. If you go Purdy under one and a half touchdowns and under 248 and a half yards, you get that at plus 260. That's actually not bad. I, yeah, I mean, like, I would take all of those. I don't mind it. Uh, I might hedge it and do another one with Joe without the pass. I just, again, like the yak, like any any of his guys that he throws to you can take mm-hmm. that to the house, and that kind of screws you over here. Um, some other ones that I saw, let's see, obviously the Taylor Swift stuff. Wait, yeah. Uh, how many times will Taylor Swift be shown on TV? Over, under 4.5? I would take the over probably on it that. It seems like a lock for the over. Yeah. Especially um, if the Chiefs are winning, mm-hmm. does this count after the game? Like, because if they if they're the Chiefs are celebrating, they're going to show yeah, her. Yeah, they have a lot of weird like, like specific rules on books. I use Taylor Swift for my ultimate hedge of the century. Um, uh, all my the majority of my money is on the Chiefs money line at plus one fifteen. Mm-hmm. I think the Chiefs will win, but to hedge, I bet no that 
Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift will be not shown kissing on the broadcast after the game, and they must be clearly shown because you can get that at plus 130. Mm. So that's a way to get plus money on the Niners' money line without taking Because Chiefs lose the game. They're going to the locker room. Taylor Swift is not yeah, coming down to the field. the field. You're not yeah. going to see that. Yeah. It'll yeah. be all Niners on the field. That's true. That's another one that I saw is genius. Well, that's genius. Uh, that's a really smart way. And to if they win, I win. Uh, you know, I win on my Chiefs money line bet. Yeah, Hedge City right there. I like that. Another one that I saw some people are doing is: is will she show her navel on the broadcast? Because apparently Taylor does not oh, show what? off her, her like her belly button. Okay. Her you don't know that? Uh, I just that my girlfriend it. pointed out something great to me. Mrs. Hot Dog, uh, correspondent, doesn't realize it. She was talking about how Donna Kelsey uh, also cannot afford to be in a box and yeah. will be having regular seats. So you could bet on will Donna Kelsey and Taylor Swift be shown hugging. And I like to think that Donna wants to stay in the stands, be amongst the commoners, and they're not together for the entire mm. game. And they get easy money on the no there, too. I like that. Look at that. Yeah. I just like the fact that the, all the Swifties are doing research. Because like, I heard people talking about this Taylor Swift stuff on the, some podcasts and everything. And they were just like like doing the research on how often Taylor Swift shows her belly button. Apparently she doesn't do it a lot. But they're yeah, like, because oh, she but, doesn't have one. She's an alien. Fair enough. Uh, that, there you go. If these Swifties would have been in STEM, think about where we would be. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if the Chiefs lose this Super Bowl, they're about to be the entire Swifty army is going to be the offensive coordinator next yeah. year. Sorry, Nagy, you're out. Um, Sawyer, you're, you're, did we get your, your locks? Yeah, it was the uh, Chiefs money line uh, and taking Taylor Swift to not kiss Kelsey okay. on the broadcast. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All yeah, right. Brock Purdy over on yardage, please. When we come back, we will oh, do I our... like Chris Jones over a quarter sack. Nice. There you go. Uh, everybody write those down. Let us know. We'll Yellow Gatorade tails. All right. Well, there you go. Now you now you ruined my tease for the last uh, segment. That's all right. Uh, uh, what we, we do will... best, Sawyer. It's our best uh, trait here is ruining what Nick has it's up fine. for us it's next. Fine. It's fine. And you talked all over me. So that one texture. Yeah, very mad at you guys. Very mad at you guys. When the music <laughs> starts, you turn your microphones off, guys. No, I'm just kidding. Um, all right. When we come back, we will do our picks, predictions, and get the puck out of the way. So we're keeping with the P theme. We return. All right, final segment of the week here. Three guys on sports, Nick, Noah, and Sawyer with you as usual. Last chance for you guys to get in on the text machine, 834-1027. we got a couple of those we want to get to here. I've got some Super Bowl fun facts, a little bit more gambling talk, but first, so we don't forget and run out of time, uh, Noah likes the, the name. The, the get the puck out of the way. Out 60 the way. seconds on what's going on in the NHL. If you are ready, Let's my get guy. It. Yes, sir. We start off in Calgary. Hell is hot, but Calgary is hotter. The Flames win 5-3 over the Devils. Abs crumble in Carolina in a 5-2 loss. It's hibernation season for the Bears, but not the Bruins. The Bruins win 4-2 over 4-0 over Vancouver. The Capitals get lost in the swamp as the Panthers win 2-4. The Jets and the Flyers. The Jets are the Flyers, and the Flyers are the winners. Philadelphia 4, Winnipeg 1. It was a light drizzle instead of a storm as the Isles trounced the Lightning 6-2. And then, yes, the Golden Knights chase chase Ingram out of the net in the first six shots of the game. Vegas wins 3-2 over the Arizona Coyotes. That was your day. Want to bring up uh, what's going on with your Texas Stars here? They got a little away trip this uh, weekend. Today they're playing the Rockford Ice Hogs, and then tomorrow they're taking on the Milwaukee Admirals. The Milwaukee Admirals are balling. Yeah. Uh, as we sit in the Central Division, they sit at first with a whopping fifty-nine points. I believe that's the most in all 
Uh, oh no, the Hershey Bears and Providence Bruins. My bad in the AHL. But uh, your Texas Stars are sitting at 45 points. Right under them is the Rockford Icehogs, so that'll be a big one. So yeah, uh, they're in third in the division, playing well. And then next week on Friday and Saturday, you're going to get two home games. So go check out the Stars. Ooh. They're taking on the Iowa Wild. So I want to give you an update on your local hockey team. Thank you. Uh, Real quick on the NHL, who's who's currently the best team in hockey? Now that we're coming, Vancouver's out of the very good. Vancouver's leading in the West and in the East. Boston, uh, yeah, it's Boston yep. still. Okay, okay, yep. cool. Stars are in first in the Central. Thanks, Jets. Thanks, thanks, Jets. Way yep. to lose. Yeah, yep. yeah. I just thought about that the other day. I was like, ah, I wonder who's good in hockey. Uh, okay, Panthers um, are playing really good hockey right now too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, let's do uh, we'll do our official picks here for yes. the Super Bowl and everything. But quick, I got some fun facts here about uh, some some Super Bowl Fifty Eight by the numbers. Thirty five percent of people who say they, that they would they they'd give up drinking for a year to attend the Super Bowl in person. Is that something you would do, Sawyer? I don't feel you ever giving up drinking for anything. But yeah, no, I mean that's it's. I, I would like to attend a Super Bowl in my life, I believe, but uh, there's too much going on. At the Super Bowl, I feel like. Uh, if my team... Now, here's the thing. Texas playing the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, for how long do I have to give up drinking? A year. Yeah, I can do it. For now, Texans? To win a Super you Bowl? You guarantee me a win, too? I, oh, I'll make it, yeah. too. I'm doing it. Yeah. I could do it. Yeah. Easy. I mean, like, I, yes, I could also not drink. As long as I got my other uh, substances there, I'm good. Uh, 100% for a Lions Super Bowl. No question in my mind. Now... I'd give up a pinky for it. What if they said, okay, the drinking for a, the not drinking for a year starts as soon as you get the ticket, so you can't drink at the that's Super fine. Bowl? Yeah, that's okay. totally fine. I can't afford to drink at the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> well, no, I'm giving you the tickets for free now. Oh, I see. I that's totally fine. Right, I'm okay so with see, that. I see. Uh, okay, there will be 1.45 billion chicken wings that will be eaten this Sunday. Ooh. So that's like 500 million chickens. Yeah. <laughs> well, seven hundred. Yeah, I, I got some change there. When they got some factory farming chickens, you got one of those chicken centipedes that KFC has underneath mm-hmm. in their, their labs. There, um, ten million pounds of ribs. Whoa, I'm not a ribs guy, but also that's really? like too much work for the I like ribs. It's too much. It's, it's like saying this crawfish. It's too much work for the amount of meat. Damn, you we had a crawfish hot dog earlier this morning. Whoa. I didn't have it because I'm allergic to shellfish, but boy, did it smell good. Wow, that's nice. crazy. Uh, 11.3 million pounds of potato chips. What flavor are you guys going with? Sour cream and laser barbecue for my guy. Sour cream. Nice. Um, or I like sea salt and vin. Yeah, those are all good. I like those especially in a kettle. I like the, like, yeah, the honey barbecue ones too. I'm cool mm-hmm. with the honey barbecue. Uh, and then 250 million pounds of avocados. That's wow. a lot. That is a lot. Uh, 50 a lot million. Guac. 50 million cases of beer will be sold. Yay! I'm getting one of those. Yeah. Got to get them out there. Uh, Just kidding. Nobody else drinks Bush Light. And there will be (laughs) the uh, how much beer is consumed on a Super Bowl Sunday versus the average day is a 90% increase. That rules. That's, That's awesome. what. There are a lot of people that have to take that Monday should be a national holiday after the Super Bowl, and I concur. 100%. No question. Yeah, yeah. I Ooh. concur. But we should you know set up President's Day to, you know what I mean? Yeah, be that day. Yeah, 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 come yeah. on. Yeah. Come on, Presidents. I, I remember when they went to 17 games, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm fine with that in games if we eventually get to whatever the President's yeah. Day is and that lines up perfectly. That we'll still great. be working because we care about you guys. We care about you, the people, I was thinking, the listeners. They owe us a day because we came in on MLK Day. All right. And you know how much I respect the Dr. King. Yeah. So, I was hurting that day. day. I was hurting that day. <laughs> yes, you were. That's when you were coming back from your Lions trip. Lions taking care of Matt Stafford. Uh, All worth it. Let's see. Any other? Oh, uh, last fun fact about Super Bowl. A new report says that Americans will spend, on average, 
$189 on the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah, I'm about there already. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this is counting gambling. Maybe perhaps it is. Yeah. I, I assume it was more like how much you're spending on your festivities yeah, and your we're parties. Well but, uh, it's up. Oh, and it's it's up from 124 last year. Don't blame me. I voted for Biden. And finally, uh, more importantly, or I should say, that is $25 more than the average American plans to spend on Valentine's Day. So men mm. are going to spend more on the Super Bowl than they are on their on, on ladies. That's a big ring. That's a, that's a risk if you ask me. Uh, I got something here. It's Go for it. potential breaking news. It would be breaking news if it's for sure, but this is this is apparently a report we got here for the Super Bowl. Here, let's talk over the breaking glass. Usher has contacted Justin Bieber about joining him at the Super Bowl halftime show. Ooh. Okay. I didn't see any Usher props on my book. I mean, there's the whole what song is he going to play? Open with. Uh, you know, uh, somebody uh, to Love is their song together. I think they might have another one. Yeah. People are looking at like, uh, Usher produced uh, baby. Uh, yeah. Don't need too much. Just That'd be kind of cool. I'm pro I, that. I'm for it. Usher They're does. not getting the Taylor out there, so give me Jay Beebs. Mm-hmm. I like that. The That Sorry song kind of slaps a little bit. I'm ashamed to admit it there. Nah, come on, man. Like what you want to like. Yeah. All right, uh, let's see here. Any? Oh, my last prop bet thing was: Do you guys think we're going to see a scoregami or an octopus? Uh, I was looking at the scoregamis. Like, the, the, yeah, what are the potential scoregamis? Well, they're Did you all have those like, there. The, the, there was a couple that were like, if the Chiefs can get in the 30s and hold the Niners yeah. under 10 or something like that. But like, there's there's not like a good 20 mid. All those are 10, yeah. So what did that. David say? 40 some points. That's probably scoregami. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say no. If you're looking at prop bets, don't fall for scoregami. Don't fall for octopus. Neither of these two teams go for two. Yeah. And finally, last text message from our guy Zach from New Braunfels. I'll get into your Cam Newton thing on Monday, Zach, that you proposed here about Brock Purdy. Uh, but he says, Happy Super Bowl weekend, three guys. Yes, sir. Happy Super Bowl weekend. Happy thanks, Super Bowl weekend. Thanks for all the entertainment during the week. Y'all are coming to the onesie bar crawl tonight, right? That's where you're going to be, right, Nick? Uh, that's where I'm going to be. We're starting at rainy, 630. All you right. guys want to come in and open invitation? Are we make our picks, fellas, while we're out here? Oh, yeah. yeah. Chiefs. Chiefs what? Oh, 24-21, Jake Mooney misses the game-tying field goal. Ooh, okay. All right. Noah? I'm going Chiefs 24-23. All right. I want to pick the Niners, but I'm going Chiefs. I'm going crazy, guys. I'm going Chiefs 28, Niners 21. I think they they, they break the big score. Wait. Uh, but yeah, again, anybody wants to come to Rainy Street tonight, start oh, yeah. at 630, Let's wear go. a onesie. Ground floor, Hotel Vegas, 8 oh, yeah. o'clock. You too. Oh yeah, there you go. Do that as well. So there's going to be comedy at Hotel Vegas tonight. Funny guy. Go check him out. And we'll see you Monday when we return talking Super Bowl action. The Hangover.